0: We got the truth, we got the truth, we got the truth of small business. business. We got the truth, we got the truth, we got the big truths of small business. Sponsored by Yes I Rent, Yes I Rent, Yes I Rent Property Management. Place good tents and collect your rent Maintain your properties and account for it True, we got the truth We got the truths We got the big truths Small business sponsored by Yes, I Rent Oh yes we do This is Joe Watkins and Travis Castle Coming to you with the big truths of small business podcast This is a show dedicated to small business entrepreneurs where we interview, discover, learn, dissect, engage, reveal how small businesses work. Mm. We will entertain, Mm. but we will most certainly inform.
1: That is fascinating.
0: That's right. And today, we are extending a previous conversation around the psychology of business. And how psychology and the understanding of how you relate to others inside your business, whether it be your employees, your vendors, your your customers, how how that works, and 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 sometimes we do certain things, and salespeople certainly do certain things, mm. and they do it without understanding mm. the psychology behind it. So I think by dissecting this a little bit, we're gonna we're gonna understand a little bit deeper. What, what, what works, and what, and what to do, and what not to do, and, and today, I'm excited to give you a little bit of extra intrigue to the show by introducing our guest, mm. Mr. Terry Day, a licensed counselor, has formerly worked with Rafa for years, a per- a Perimeter Presbyterian Church as a counselor on staff, has worked with the state and prison systems as a counselor and probably many other things, Terry, that I don't know, but, but welcome to the show because you are one of the guys that I've most thought about in terms of really dialing into how people think and why and how, and how that could relate to the business. So welcome to the show, Terry.
2: Thank you very much. I appreciate it Joe and Travis uh, opportunity to sort of, throw in uh, any ideas uh, I can offer that might uh, end up being uh, helpful to the listener and help move the ball downfield in business.
0: Absolutely. So when we, when we discuss the premise of, I'm going to get in front of somebody and get them to do something that I won't. What, is the first thing that comes to your mind, what, what are some, some basic premises that you would espouse that would be fruitful to the audience to be effective and to get somebody to do what you want?
3: Well,
2: I, I what, what comes to my mind uh, <clears throat> when we, when we think about getting somebody to do what we want um, in, in my mind, I think what we want to do is, Demonstrate for them how what we want is really what they want.
3: Mm. I, you I
2: know, concur. You,
0: you, go ahead. No, go ahead.
2: You've you, you've heard the saying: you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right. However, you can salt the oats. Mm. And one of the things that I think of when I consider um, influencing a person is, is to consider the question of how can I salt the oats? And, and to sort of flesh out the image, you know, a horse is not interested in drinking, or if a horse is not interested in drinking, I mean, you, you can really work a lot, but you, the horse is not going to drink. <clears throat>
3: mm-hmm.
2: But but the key is, if you know the horse needs to drink and the horse doesn't want to drink, you got to give them a reason for them to want to drink. And so if you put salt in the oats, guess what? Mm. Now they're thirsty and they're going to drink. And when I think about business and I think about influence and, and such in the business environment, uh, you know, you, you would ask me, you know, how do you get people to do what you want to do? Well, you don't. You convince them that what they, what is in their best interest is something that you are able to reach out to and meet in a cost-effective way and make their outcome more of what they're happy with.
0: Hmm. So I'm, I'm going to suggest that the SALT on the oats if you're paying attention to your 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 relationship that you're talking to discussing with the salt are are you suggesting that the salt is something that they actually need or want in the service or is the salt sort of the what McDonald's did to their fries to make them taste like crack <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is the salt, Mister Terry Day?
2: Well, I mean, I, it, it, this is all metaphor and all, so it's 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 sort of free floating in that. I don't necessarily mean any particular thing. What I mean is what I've listened to. Uh, we'll say my prospective customer. I've listened to them. I sort of understand what their needs are and that, none of this is really new. It's just a different way of saying what we've already been saying in business for years. Right. Uh, is, you know, what what is their need? What is the itch they have? And in what way does my scratch fit their itch and help them to see that? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> uh, much more clearly.
0: Wow. So, man, I- That's 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 a metaphor I hadn't thought about before. Hey,
2: (laughs) listen, this stuff I'm making up is true. (laughs) I agree.
1: (laughs) Joe, may may I jump in? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. So I'm going to give an example of what Terry's talking about. I'm going to butcher the scratch. I'm going to break it down a little bit for you. So. When we contact a person again, you know, look, I understand, Joe, that your position is that this topic relates to everyone and everything, and yeah, because without employees, Travis, you have nobody to sell. But let me just go ahead and let everybody know that if you don't sell anything, you have no employees, or you can be the one man okay, band. Ter- Terry, are you familiar with that? If if money doesn't exchange hands, there's actually no employees to do the accounting or anything else. So, you know, let, let, let's get super clear on that. Um, he didn't answer the question. But
3: look, Sounds reasonable. Uh,
1: what, what what I'm saying is <laughs> on, on, on some level here, what we've got to dissect today is the art and science of yes. Right. If somebody's saying, Hey, look, I'm offering this product for 39 95 and I need somebody to hear the sales pitch. Joe, I'm sorry. I know that offends you on every level of your being. And then they say, you know what? I agree. There's actually nothing that offends me about it. Except, You're
0: offended. Except I can that, see you. You that, rolled that, your eyes. No, except that that same conversation happens when I'm attracting a great employee. I'm selling them too. It's not all about the customer. It's not all about money changing hands. How can you get off? This? I've made my business. I've okay. made my my life around. Actually, the 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 money has come after. So to me, the show is, it's not all about the sell. It's about the psychology around how you, you move people
1: from A to B. Well, it could be the same thing, though. Okay. The, 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 the reason why a customer that doesn't know you buys something from you can be the same reason why somebody wants to work for you. It can you. be. Or, That's hey, my hey, I mean, point. Look, I, I agree with all that. So, Terry, I'm going to come back to you on this. What is okay. the, what, what is the in, in human relationships here? What is the 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 number one thing that that brings somebody over from their side to my side? Which again, maybe it's just a matter of uh, finding common ground or any one of a million things. But what what's the primary ingredient in human relationships that allows us to do business together or allows somebody to say yes to my my proposition? Assuming let, let's go ahead and assume. Everything is good for the client, and this is a great Christian experience, okay? What, what's the primary ingredients that are involved?
2: <clears throat> well, uh, again, yeah, I don't know if I would uh, you know, be able to speak to primary, but I can tell you what leads you know, you know, in the, the parade of ideas in my mind, what's leading the parade is goodwill. The notion that, the, that a person perceives me as a person of goodwill with a genuine interest in helping, again, to use the football metaphor, to help them move the ball downfield, move their ball downfield. I think I think folks folks want to feel like um, they have uh, alliances uh, in business that is relationships with sellers who genuinely want to see them succeed. Who 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 find personal joy in seeing their customers, uh, you know, really be able to to thrive, to do well, uh, and, and I think uh, we're much more likely uh, to to provide good service, to have good service received by a customer when they can clearly feel that we. We are a, uh, a person of goodwill, and we, we are really eager to see uh, them uh, be able to do, uh, to do as well as they can do, and we uh, can help them, uh, you know, and, and again, in a cost-effective manner. We can help them uh, be able to accomplish what's uh, really central uh, to their own desires.
0: Let me, let me interject this. Let me give you a scenario. I'm going to give you a realistic scenario in the business that we're in. And one of the, we're in the real estate business. We, we manage properties, we sell properties. So let me give you a respond to this in the way that you, that you just uh, described sort of what the customer wants to, to feel. I'm going to sell someone's house. I've been called to sell someone's house. I go out to their house. They have a, let's call it. They have a, a house in a $300,000 marketplace. You know, is where they land typically. I go out to the house and it becomes very clear very early on that they have some fatal flaws here in this house. They they think the world of their house, by the way, because they added on a back screen porch and and they... They planted new Bermuda sod two years ago. And there's a new HVAC system we put in five years ago. And there's a new roof we put in seven years ago. The problem is they got the same carpet from 20 years ago. They have a paint color that's disgusting. They have decorations inside their house that I'm trying to sell while they live there that are completely appalling. And so the goal that I'm trying to represent here is I'm going to sell your house for the highest dollar value and the highest net to you. And you've got significant flaws in your product that I need to disclose to you. What, what are the tactics? What is the psychology around getting those people? Because I, I could tell them the, the, the absolute truth right out and it could potentially alienate them early. And they go to find somebody else who tells them what they want to hear. Um, but we know that, that the truth is they need to do X, Y, and Z in order to put it on the market for X and get it sold quickly. And that's their highest net. I think this is what people face you know, in business where the truth is not what the customer wants to hear. They think they want the truth, but they really don't. And so then what What? communication skills what psychology do we bring to the table to try to, to try to you know pull this together and, and make this work which in the end is a win-win it is the best goodwill that, that we could create for them
2: well um, what uh, again coming back to the idea of goodwill is is uh, really the first thought that comes to my mind in that scenario um, but but here again people People can, manage unappealing, um, input. Uh, pe- people can manage unappealing input. People can manage unappealing input if if we're able to. I mean, if we it, it so much depends on our disposition and our attitude. And, and there might be a variety of approaches. I might, you know, I might say, "Well, listen. I mean, you want to sell X." or why amount of money and you got that carpet and then those features and this and that, man, you're nuts. You never get it for that. But if you'll do this, then you know, blah, blah, blah. guess what? I mean, you, you've already been turned off or if you, if you come a little differently and say, well, uh, I, I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm so thrilled with these features. I want to tell you, and I, and I'm, I'm reluctant. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned that this might not be something you're eager to hear. So you're taking that element of surprise, but I'm concerned this might not be something you're eager to hear, mm-hmm. but I, I feel responsible to tell you that with my knowledge of the market, my understanding of how things go, my experience with previous sales and my interaction with buyers by the dozens, I can tell you that there are a, there are a number of features that would be wise for you to consider modifying in order to give you the best advantage that you can possibly get in this, in this process. And it, if you're, if you're open to hearing those ideas, I, I'd be more than glad to kind of lay out what I'm thinking. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully in a way that it, that you can sort of, Benefit from, you know, the eyes that I have that you you don't have the advantage of having. Right.
1: So,
2: so. are you, are you open? So, the, the key, one of the key features, a soft way to get in is with a question. So, would Mm. you, would you be open to that?
3: I like that. Because that's a nugget. I I like that.
2: Yeah. A flat fact statement Mm. can be, um, can easily be reacted to. Mm. Ooh, you know, wow, I didn't see that coming. But, but a, an approach that says, you know, I've, I've got some information. I'm apprehensive about sharing it mm. uh, because, I, because I, I certainly agree with you. This is a fantastic house. But there, there are some things that my experiences tell me, you know, possibly you could benefit from making some changes i'd love to share those with you i, I but know I, yeah, I, I want you i want you to feel like that's what you want to hear yeah,
0: what what was what you what would you think about possibly painting your house to this color here's an example of that if that could if that could you know achieve another ten thousand dollars in the sale price would that be something you 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 might possibly consider
1: hmm. well ter- terry i think you've stumbled on some real truth here I love that. In terms of how you Question. deal with a... Because what, what, at this point, what we're really talking about is a very hard conversation. Stumbling
2: is my specialty, Travis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you, well let, 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 let me catch you as you stumble here. You've done a very good job. So I call this, in terms of our work, and Joe, I don't want to offend you, uh, which we both know means I don't... Really I don't get ca- offended, Travis. I, I don't really care about offending you. I don't get offended. Okay, but the, the reality is, this is the... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I say this with all humility, and look, I say this Not a, l- a little bit in jest, and anybody that, that hears it knows what I'm saying, but this is the cancer diagnosis, Joe. Mm. I have been in the room when the cancer diagnosis is given, mm. and here's what's required for me to tell you a hard truth. And you receive it. And this is what Terry just said. I mean, and I identify with this because I've been in the room is exactly for you to receive it and us actually to get to a agreement. That's the whole thing. If we have to, if we don't agree on what to do, it doesn't matter what I said. This is the train we're going to go down or not. Exactly. Right. So Mm -hmm. I I need to establish the idea that I'm an authority. Because Mm -hmm. if I'm not an authority, if we're not speaking from truth here, then you need to get a second or third or fourth opinion. But if I can convince you, look, I've been down this road 10,000 times. Here's my resume. And here's what is true about you, which was true about the guy that was just left before you came in the room. It's the same thing, right? So, unfortunately, I hate to use that word. It's a depressing word. It's negative Nelly. But it's the cancer diagnosis, which is here's the unfortunate truth about your situation, Joe. Here's why I'm the person to tell you that this is accurate. Here's why you should receive this from me, and I kind of give you a resume there, right? I mean, you Terry, better because t- you're you're negative right now, t- Terry. Are are you tracking with me here? Am I am I off the I, grid I think yet? So.
2: You you. Uh, I, I think I'm with you. I have I have
1: walked out the front door well, and locked it. Come back in because I'm about to give you the treatment <laughs> plan. That's what I want to so hear. So I give you the There di- is a cure here. Good, Thank you. Good, <laughs> good news, Joe. Good news, Joe, is that although you do, in fact, have this horrible situation, I actually have the treatment and the cure for it. What is it, please, Travis? Please. Oh, well, it's it starts with you giving me your credit card. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, unfortunately. If you could just
0: sign on the dotted line and and approve a, a an open balance amount of of on your card we can get started yeah here. but
1: I mean but look in all honesty Terry look nobody wants to talk to a counselor or do business with somebody or put their trust in uh an entity let's say that does not come from authority so I mean meaning they they they
0: i' I think that what you're saying is mm-hmm. you know what the heck you're talking about yeah I'm the
1: expert in this situation yeah
2: well, yeah, in the yeah. shrink, in the shrink world, they call it a, a um, the shrink, um, world. <laughs> they, yeah, they call it a, a position of superior knowledge. Yes. And, and uh, there, there are some things I'm aware of that, you know, that, that might not be uh, things that you would otherwise know that, that I think could. Could be very useful to us here in figuring out how to give you the best bang for your buck. Mm. So uh, in the, the, the idea of authority, people tend to be resistant to authority, you know, authority, I'm in charge, you know, that Mm. kind of, that's, that's what people tend to associate with authority. The superior knowledge is different. People, people are drawn to someone who knows something, uh, a little more than they know in an area that's important to them, and so uh, that—that's where that was on when you said that a minute ago about authority, Travis. Totally agree. I would I would reshape that and call it superior knowledge. I wouldn't say that to a customer, but th- there's there's some things I'm aware of that you might not have had an opportunity to consider before, and I'd like to share those with you. That says I'm authority.
3: How do you?
0: Uh, uh, Terry, how do you? Because uh, again, we're talking. You know, business people are, are in contact with, and it could again, it could be a customer, it could be a vendor, it could be because I mean, vendors sometimes, oftentimes, are the the gold behind your business. When you can secure the proper vendors, they can help you achieve certain things, and they got to be bought into your scenario, and, and and vice versa with with employees or customers. This is all transferable. So how do you in someone that doesn't know who you are. They've not called you because they've found some validation of your superior knowledge. How would you from a psychological standpoint in the first 45 seconds to 90 seconds what, what advice would you give to our audience to demonstrate this superior knowledge? Ability, so so then you 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 disarm those guys to listen to you.
2: Well, I would bear in mind that um, that superior knowledge is perishable, sort of a, of a product. In that uh, you might um, you might succeed in conveying to a customer, a vendor, and when I say customer, I mean anybody except me. That's who my customer is. Okay. Because everybody's my customer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and I won't expound on that in great detail, but I can come back to that. Uh, there's me and then there's my customers, uh, you know? And <clears throat> so when I'm, when I'm talking to my customers, I want to realize that they may, I may succeed in uh, conveying a, um, I need a better word than superior knowledge. That sounds so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, that, that i have i have some um useful information I mean, you're, you're
0: like an that. expert i mean you're you're, you're 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 trying to display in the first 90 seconds your expertise without being salesy and i think that's well, where yeah, the psychology I, is
2: and, and i think another piece of psychology on that very point is that you you want to understate you know, you you don't want to come in and, and read your whole resume. You know, in the first ninety seconds, uh, you, you just want to find just enough to get them to keep keep investing, keep investing in listening to you. And then over time, they may get your resume, but they need to get it in little pieces,
0: right. and they
2: and they need to get it in such a way that um that you're you're they're able to sort of digest it a little at a time. And I, I mentioned earlier. The, the idea of confidence in a, uh, you know, uh, a seller uh, being a, a perishable thing or, or the the, a, the apprehension of superior knowledge is a perishable thing. I mean, you know, a, a person might perceive on item A that, wow, you're getting it out of the ballpark. And then you stumble into item B and all of a sudden, you know, you you wouldn't make it into kindergarten in their <laughs> mind. So, so that that is a very perishable thing and it's and it's very fragile and it's easy to damage so it, it always needs to be treated with a certain tentativity that is being tentative about it because I, I kn- I'm not in their head I never know to what degree they've you know um, and there's there's exceptions to this there, there's some people that, that you know are very effusive about their uh, appreciation et cetera, blah blah <clears throat> but I never really know what's in their head. And I always want to bear in mind that what I have assessed on a previous item to be uh, a person's confidence in my ability, I, I, I don't need to be assuming that that, you know, transfers to everything. Right. And, I, and, and so that's what a part of what conveys an ongoing humility mm. is that um, I'm able, you know, I, I can help you on this. On this, yeah, not so sure about that, but on you know items as they come up or issues as they arise, and you know it's a it's a very fluid process, you know to uh, to serve a customer. Uh,
0: man, I think what you um, just it, said, I mean Travis is holding his hand, but I got to say this: what you just said is something I hadn't connected the dots completely on. We've talked about them it, I mean, independently. It's not surprising, but the but. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, sub the, the the someone identifying you to be and again I know you don't like the term superior knowledge but I think what we're we're discussing is someone of expertise and trust that right that the the expertise part is you've demonstrated that you understand the craft I, I think what you've interjected there was and I think this is important. I, I didn't never thought about these going hand in glove. That they don't take your expertise to be valid if they don't also see the humility in what you may not even know. What you may not know. Which gives a, 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 an availability of, 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 of offering of, of trust in that I don't have all the answers. But I do have these answers. And it sort of validates the, the authenticity of your expertise over here when you're willing to give up
1: what you don't know over here. Wow, Joe. I mean, honestly, man, I have never smoked marijuana. But it sounds like I need to to kind of get a grip on what you're talking about right now. Terry, since I have you on the line and I don't have that, I don't have that very often. I want to go over three things that I think actually kind of result. So so Joe's giving me. Did you just mute me? (laughs) Terry, you should know Joe has ultimate authority. Over the keyboard here, like, <laughs> I have control over his mouth. <laughs> he can mute me at any we we got to reestablish trust there, Terry. But so again, in today's topic, uh, we want we want to influence people. We want to get them to do what we want them to do because we believe that's the right thing for them to do. Not not out of anything malicious. So there's three three components here, and I want you to speak to these a little bit. Um, And and it's really the second one that I want you to talk about, because as I hear you talk, very different from hearing Joe talk, but as I hear you talk, there's a component here that is in play. So I was taught years ago, if you want to influence people, there's three components, one of which is they need to know you first. If they don't know you, then you're not in the game. Well, Who are you? I'm sorry, Joe. Please, can you mute yourself at this point? You're muting, you're muting me again. All right. So, Terry, they have, they have to know you. It's not enough to know you, though, because, frankly, I know people who are jerks, right? So the knowing isn't the key. I have to know you. I have to like you in some way. And then I have to trust you in some way. I would imagine in the counseling process, you go through these components, be it through the church you worked at or through whatever avenue that people set in front of you. They knew you. They knew you existed. They were sitting in front of you. We're really focusing on how do you get them to do something. People who don't like you, who don't like what you have to say, and they're turned off by you, rarely trust you, right? So there's no movement there. So in terms of dealing with our significant employees, our significant others, our customers, in your mind, the know you, like you, trust you kind of trifecta there, where do you fall in that? What What, what is the game plan, know you, like you, trust you to actually do what you say? Um, well,
2: I, I think in terms of... Uh <clears throat> knowing you, I mean, that, that comes down to self-disclosure, uh, and, uh, um, you know, a kind of that, uh, the surface level of intimacy that is, you know, being willing to talk about, you know, who I am and that kind of thing, which people in business uh, tend to be good at that anyway. Um, I think, um, but 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 with but within reason. I mean I, by that I mean I don't want to I don't want to be known in a whole lot of detail right. at first.
3: Right.
2: Uh, that tends to come with time. Um. And you know people people don't really care. You know that. Uh, um. You know they, they don't care about a whole lot of detail at times. At, at first, but, uh, but over time they, they do, they, they listen, they pay attention. They, they're constantly assessing, uh, we're always, we're, we're always, uh, being assessed as a provider of a service or a product, right. um, like you, um, uh, the, there's, there's really no guarantee that a person is going to like me uh that they may or may not uh but, but in in a business encounter uh, and i think in some ways it's probably similar in a counseling encounter if you're having a business encounter you're having it because there was a referral from somebody that was trusted or they responded to something in an advertisement or something so they they're already leaning in uh, they're, they're, they're inclined toward, it's, it's as if they had a, a, one of those crawlers on the going across their head saying, give me a reason to like you. Give me a reason to trust you. Give me a reason to want to do business with you.
1: So, so Terry, let, let me stop you. Here, here's something that the counselor has an advantage over most business people. And I think that this is a natural thing that you would do with people is after kind of the introduction and the pleasantries pretty quickly you're going to get to, hey, so Terry, tell me, why are you here today? Right? And and that person is going to then begin to explain, all right, Terry, so I, I ended up in your office today because, man, here's what's going on. Well, once they're in the office, they've, they've already partaken. They've already purchased the, the session. Uh, I, I think what we're discussing is prior to that. I don't think so. I I think what we're discussing is trying to get them to do something with what we tell them.
0: No, I mean, maybe. But when you're in the counseling session, at the end of that, whether you like the outtake or not, that would be $125. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is there's psychology, Terry, to the idea that I'm sitting in your office today because I think I'm on the brink of divorce right I, I go ahead and, and and qualify what I need from you early in this conversation. Yeah,
0: but I think what, right. we're, what we're discussing though is that that I'm on the brink of divorce, and am I choosing to come to sit in your office? For your diagnoses of, of the outcome
1: and how you can help me or am I choosing to go somewhere else to do it and I think the only way that you're going to help me is dadgum and I gotta like you Terry if I'm turned off if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan I got a problem with you. You're gonna have to overcome that. Like, so that, that, there is some level here where there has to be some. You know what? I, Terry's a good guy. I'm yeah. gonna listen to him. That,
0: that prevents a yeah a second appointment
1: if they don't gu- like you. So here's what I'm saying though, Joe, is I'm guessing Terry, you have developed after all these years. You're sitting in big old fat retirement right now, from my understanding. So you have <laughs> developed you have developed after all these years a means of likability. I'm just curious. Is there anything intentional? There may not be, and the answer may be no. But is there anything intentional you do to get the get the guy sitting in front of you to say, you know what, Terry's a pretty good guy?
2: All I can uh, what I what I would say on that is, I don't know enough about a person to know if I need to explain that I, I, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan in order to get their you know uh, uh, favor. Um, I don't know any of that. But, but what, I, what I do know is that most people tend to place a high value on authenticity and attentiveness. That is, I want to be authentic as opposed to artificial or pompous or any of those things that, you know, none of us care for. I, I want to be very genuine I want to be warm and I want to be very attentive. I want to be really paying attention, uh, to what, to what they're saying. I want to be able to help them feel that what they're saying is not only is being heard, but also is being understood. So it's not uncommon for me. Uh, as I'm, um, uh, getting to know someone uh, as a, as a client or just a person, I a question it's for you, I,
0: I got, I got a question for you, Terry.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, where does, where would you incorporate? And, and, and I want you to marinate on this a little bit, cause this is not meant to be a gotcha moment. Where would you incorporate? Sounds like it's in a manipulation. Oh good. Manipulating. I'm so offended. Manipulating again for the ultimate good of what the outcome is. But but you're dealing with somebody who is absolutely not hearing you. And you've had to to, to move to to an approach that feels very manipulative. If you've named it what it is, is you you are doing things that that f- from your perspective, knowing that what you're doing is you're manipulating to get to an outcome. Where do you fall on 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 the the practice of in order to get this person to move to what we all, what, what I think is their best path forward?
1: I've got to I've got to manipulate. Mm, boy, be careful here, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful. I'm only
0: asking a retired counselor. Be
1: careful. I've got. He's an, retired. I'm, Terry's retired. I've got an example. Which means we'll get the truth. I've got a hardcore so example. So let's let Terry answer instead of you. Well, I mean, I'd prefer to answer. I've right asked now. Terry the question. I have the answer.
0: I want Terry to answer. All right, Terry, go ahead.
2: <laughs> there was a question? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? what? What was your question, Joe? Well, my, 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 my question is, it kind of goes back to the, the, the idea of salting the oats is you know, um, you, you'd mentioned Joe you know, How do I get them to, to go to be where I am or some version of that? And, um, and I think it, it comes back to the idea that I, I want to figure out what's the, what's the most useful way I can help them see what I see. Cause if they see what I see, They're going
0: to buy. Okay. So do the communication ends justify the means? Do the communication techniques and ends justify the means?
2: Uh, That's a philosophical question. I love philosophical Uh, questions. (laughs) Well, in my mind, my question would be, is it in keeping with the whole idea of authenticity and integrity? And I, well, if it is, then it's on the table. Well, if, if it's not, then, uh, keep shopping for another angle. So,
0: so what I am trying to, to do contributes to a result that again, from my perspective, from my biases, clearly is the right result. Not because it makes me money. Cause I, I, I submit that this show is not about just the sale. it's about, any relationship inside your business and organization. So there's a clear result that I believe emphatically is the right result. And the, 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 the context of, of the six months it's going to take to, to foster the, 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 the result through a organic method has failed. And now, I, I have to, to get outside of, of that and, and, and foster the result through a methodology that one might consider manipulation.
1: All right. So let's, Whoa, example, I want Terry to answer for example, this. I, 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 Terry, I'm sorry, and I, <laughs> I, I I respect you here, but I, I want to give you an example of what Joe's saying because Joe's stumbling. So, so, Joe, Joe, you're the prospect. I'm the salesperson. I know you. Oh, I know. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. Let's go ahead and give what we got. Here's what we've got, Joe. You've got a security system here at your house, which, by the way, appears to be a really expensive home. I am the uh, ADT sales guy, and I frankly look. I need you to sign the contract, and and I know that the right thing for you to do is to sign the contract and protect your home. Okay, this is what we're discussing. This is about your family. Joe, it's $59.95 a month for us to monitor the four cameras on your property and to call the police, by the way, Joe, while you're at the golf course, would be my guess. (laughs) (laughs) Terry, frankly, I think Joe's at the golf course. He could be at the bar for all I know. But he's not at his home protecting his family. Such a poor portrayal. And, and 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 we are we have eyeballs on this camera and this security system. By the way, it's an app you can put on your phone. Joe. All you got to do is press a button to protect your family. This is going to cost you fifty nine ninety five. It's going to cost you roughly seven hundred dollars a year to protect your you family. Want me, you Joe. want me to be the customer? And I need to know: Is it worth is seven hundred dollars a year worth the lives of your family? Joe Watkins, what do you say?
0: Well, I'm ADT will do it for $39.99. So, what are you bringing? I am ADT.
1: <laughs> I am ADT. <laughs> Ackerman, I said. A- Ackerman. Ackerman. You know what? Okay. So, well, I, I
0: will go with you that, that I don't have security right now. And this is what you're telling oh. me. That, that my family and their well being isn't worth $59.99 a month. That's the. The manipulation you're suggesting.
1: I'm not. I'm not that you're asking
0: Terry to interject in on what his thoughts are. uh, Terry, I want your thoughts. I'm tired of listening to Travis. What are your thoughts, Terry?
2: (laughs) Regarding the notion of how you approach that particular customer?
0: Yes, sir. You heard him. He was manipulative.
2: I mean, I I think. (laughs) I think uh, um, you're you're in the zone of. In effect, what, what you're saying there is, uh, if you, you need to do it my way or you're a piece of, um,
1: go ahead, Terry, what, keep what, going. You're right. That's right. Terry. Word? Dung.
2: Yeah. Do yes. It, do it my way. Or you are. Yeah. Yeah. Dung. And, and, uh, you know, there's nothing, there's not, I mean, there, that works on some people. I mean, it works. If by working you mean it gets them to sign the contract,
0: what what if you but believe that to be their 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 very best? You authentically believed it was their very best outcome. You like it. They needed to do this because without this, they are fully exposed to security risk.
2: Well, I, I guess that makes you the fourth person of the Trinity. <laughs>
1: wow Terry that's what we signed up for talk 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 about that terry oh <laughs> uh, of what are the first three
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but i mean that's a very uh that that's a, that's a pretty clear uh, oh, image there
0: you you wow you actually hmm you frame that in a way that, again that kind of cut my knees out a little bit <laughs> what you just said i i want to highlight this to the audience what you just said i'm gonna i'm gonna frame it in a lot of words and you said it in a couple words what you just said was be careful to espouse the the gospel the un- this is what you should do emphatically. Cuz I'm not sure you're the gospel. I'm not sure I'm not sure you're
1: the I'm not sure you're qualified to do that. Look, that that so so we can't spend enough time on that. We won't, but when you go into these situations and you go in and I'm going all in with truth here. Okay, let's be for sure that I mean, look, in this situation that we just gave here, the fifty nine ninety five, there there is a bias built into that, right? I mean, we both know you can get monitoring for less, and the conversation becomes about why would I pay more? Okay, that's legitimate. That's fine to say. So I, I had this experience twenty years ago. Terry had a, had the ADT say, "I don't mind name Joe Dagum," and I don't mind naming the local Quit ADT. said, I don't care. It, they came over to my house. They're not paying us to advertise. This guy, well, this is not an advertisement. They, they came over to my house and they were selling me a 36 month contract at $39.95 a month. Okay. So, and, and the guy looked at me when I, I started asking him, mean, it was late at night. It was like eight o'clock. I had worked all day. And, and I, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't shopped his contract yet. And he, by the way, he hasn't built any trust with me whatsoever <laughs> did nothing and he started trying to close the deal without me trusting him and he's pitching this 40 a month for three years blah 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 and i just sort of i, I give him some uh objection. You know what? I just I need to look at other, you know, I, I need to do some research, blah, blah, blah. And he looks at me and I'll never forget this is 20 years ago. Wow. And this I remember it like it was yesterday. The guy looks at me and he says, in front of my wife, mm. uh, Mr. Castle, uh, do you not value your family for $39.95 a month? Is that is that not something that you're willing to protect for $39 a month? Wow. I've got the same question for you. Yeah. What was the answer? My answer to him was, get the hell out of my living room right now. You need need to pack your crap and go before I throw you out by your belt buckle. Because so he crossed the line for you. He crossed the line for me, but but without developing the previous exactly. trust. So so what what I think we're trying to say, Terry, is if he had backed up a little bit and he was a little bit likable, he went for the kill, and he would and he had positioned himself as the expert in some way, and he had acknowledged, hey, look, you can pay nineteen ninety five, but here's the difference between us and thirty nine ninety. You know, if he, hey Travis, I've already done the research for you. And here's what the results of that research are, and here's the compelling reason why you do this. So, okay, with so me. so what you're what you're
0: talking about is you actually, as the customer, felt clearly
1: manipulated, hundred percent. It was
0: obvious, and when you felt the no, clear manipulation,
2: there's a word for it. It's called shaming. That's right. You felt shamed. He shamed, you. You shamed oh, me. Oh, bad, bad, bad husband. Bad absolutely,
0: father. absolutely. And 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 when someone feels shamed. That's a bad technique. That's a bad
1: technique. That doesn't work, by the way. No. Nah. Well, unfortunately, maybe it does work maybe it with does. certain people, you know. Maybe it I does. guess that's probably I'm sure he had had success doing it.
0: But, but we're discussing on the big truths of small business methodologies that don't just lead to a sale. Absolutely. But lead to to, to a long term business relationship. And shaming right. doesn't do that. It does not do that.
2: No. Agreed.
0: Yeah, shaming doesn't do that. that's, that's a great. that's a great that's a great terminology
1: I hadn't thought about. Shaming. Shaming—it's the process for a lot of, frankly, a lot of big companies. That's Gosh. that's their process is Hey, Joe, would you agree that it, X? Would you would you agree? Would you agree? Would you agree? Well, then, when you begin to disagree, you're an idiot. So their strategy from the beginning is not to
0: distinguish their services from others; is to make you feel inferior, shamed, because Shame. you don't have the service going to protect your
2: family.
1: Are you kidding me? <laughs>
2: And, Who and I, as a father? My, my opinion on those methods is that it's lazy.
1: It is. I agree. It's
2: lazy. It's lazy because it seeks to shortcut the decision-making process that most people try to follow, which is, mm. is it reasonable for me? And if so, I'll do it. So my job, if I'm, and, and I'll think, you know, thinking in terms of sales, it's my job to and this is a key word here, educate you. If I, if I want to approach this customer with the following mentality, it is highly likely that if I am successful informing you of what I know about this product and your needs, then it's highly likely you will want this product. So that Mm. my my goal becomes to educate you. Mm. Now I don't know if this is actually true or not. I've not done the fact check thing on it, but thirty five years ago, uh, I I heard and have retained for all those years. uh, Can't tell you what I had for breakfast, but I retained this. (laughs) um, That that the the there's a Scandinavian Scandinavian word for selling. Uh, or sales that simply means to educate, just oh. to make, just to inform them. Gosh. If, if I'm successful informing you, then the likelihood is that you will want to do business with me. Absolutely. D- Absolutely. Terry,
1: it took you
0: 51 minutes to give us that golden nugget. So, so like, I- seriously, that, <sighs>
2: Oh, I give you those out real stingy. Uh, you know, I that, mean, that costs in,
0: money. Informing, informing, informing. So that, I wonder when the last time, audience, you've been on a sales call, or you've been on any in any call where you're trying to influence somebody, you're trying to get a a, a response, where you've thought to yourself, "I'm on the call to inform." And through proper information, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get, hopefully get the the
1: response on the other end that I'm looking for, I, just through good information. I, I mean, I think the question becomes, how many prospects have I told? You're, good information. You don't need my service,
0: because, I, because of we, we,
1: yeah, yeah. We, we we have got to the end of the 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 Q and A, and what we have discovered is you need to go ahead and do X, which doesn't involve me. Right. So my. My old buddy Greg Wiggins, who I bring up to you a lot, Joe, we have we need to have on the show. You just you yeah. Yeah, Greg obviously you Greg, just introduced him. Well, Greg says this is the poverty mentality. Yeah. So if you have a poverty mentality, then you need to do business with every prospect. But frankly, people who do well, people who make money, people who succeed, don't feel like they need to do business with every prospect. No.
0: No, so so the the uh, again I think this is a a nugget to take from the show is maybe think about your next conversation where you're trying to achieve an outcome. Maybe it's a a real problem phone call that you're calling about a customer who's who's really pissed off at you. They're upset at what what happened. Maybe rather than going into that conversation from a standpoint of resolving a conflict, I wonder if you went into that conversation with a standpoint of, let me bring the real information, let me inform, let me enlighten the truth. I don't know. Maybe maybe that that alone resolves the conflict. Uh, plan B would be that that didn't work, and I gotta go. I gotta go to Plan B. Which is to 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 resolve in some some other fashion, but uh, that that was that was good. That's good nuggets. Terry Day, Terry Day. Uh, we are approaching the end of the show.
1: And, and and in fact, there's no way we we Terry. Just so you know, we usually say, "Hey, you can reach Terry Day at TerryDay.com or at blah blah blah." <laughs> Man, you are retired,
2: love it, aren't you? (laughs) Yes, I am.
0: Wow. Terry's sitting in in Middle Georgia, retired on a farm, and could care less about getting your next counseling session. (laughs) And that's the beautiful thing about this interview. This gets this gets the truth as it be. And I think Terry, you're gonna be a regular contributor to the show or the big truths of small business if you're available for that
2: i'd be happy to
0: because i think i think this has been cool and uh, i think that there are some definite nuggets pulled from the show and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna exit here in a live version of the exit song terry but i want to give you the last 30 seconds before i do that what you got oh, what wow. do you want to give to the audience wow
2: well, I, I've always said that um, in relationships, conflict uh, is typically centered on an absence of understanding. If you sound crazy to me, it's because I haven't listened to you long enough, mm. or you're absolutely psychotic and you think you're Napoleon.
3: <laughs> <Right>. Okay,
2: <laughs> so if you're not if you're not psychotic, and you're not. And we don't agree it's 99% of the time. It's because we haven't listened to one another long enough. Mm. And that's where getting the information, because once, once you hear why I think and feel what I think and feel, the likelihood is you will at the very least, even if you don't like it, you'll be able to say, it makes sense to me that you think that, or that you feel that. Wow. Terry.
0: Listen, that puts you on another podcast call. It, it, it's the listening. It's something about listening. <laughs> but with that, <laughs>
1: thank you. Terry. We're, we're
0: going to thank Terry Day. We're going to give Travis Castle some minor kudos.
1: I want. I want to sign up for a counseling session now. And then we're going to end
0: it <laughs> with a live some but,
2: for you.
1: <laughs> with a
0: live, but but probably not so productive version of the song that we end on.
1: What? Oh, oh, oh.
0: what? You got something to say?
1: I, I want what we ain't got. What, what are you about to play here? i, I was gonna say I the big agreed. truth. No, sing sing the new song. You want that? Hey Terry, the truth is what you're about to hear is we want what we ain't got, and that causes a lot of problems.
0: Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Well, not practice this this song in entirety uh-uh. by well, any stretch. No excuses. But this is a beautiful song. Um, It does demonstrate in the song that we can't always forcefully get the result we're looking for. I think that's what the song does. I'm not going to do the full song.
1: Just give the song. Give, Give us the song.
0: Can you hear that okay? Here we go. We all want what we ain't got Our favorite doors are always locked On a higher hill and a taller top We all want what we ain't got We ain't happy where we are There's greener grass in the neighbor's yard A bigger house and a faster car We all ain't happy where we are All I want is what I had I'd trade it all just to get her back moving on but I guess I'm not we all want what we ain't got we all wish it didn't hurt we try our best but it didn't work goodbye such a painful word we all wish it didn't hurt. All I want is what I had. I trade it all just to get her back. She's moving on, but I guess I'm not. We all want what we ain't got. If we all want what we ain't got. Hey, thank you for listening to the big truths of small business, sponsored by Yes I'll Rent Property Management, your host Joe Watkins and Travis Castle. Thank you for Terry Day for his time today. Thank you, Terry. We appreciate everything that you brought to the show, and we we are always trying to dig and find the nuggets of truth that make you better in your business. We thank you for listening.